0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride broadcasting from beautiful Escazoo where it's pouring rain and today is Sunday, October 25th, 2020 and this is the last week of October if you can believe it. So what have we got going on? We have Mercury still in retrograde and the thing is that when Mercury is retrograde, you um, it, the reason it does what it does is it reaches a certain point that is a distance from the sun where it can't go any further and then from where we are, our perspective on earth, it then appears to be traveling backwards. So during its retrograde inevitably it conjuncts the sun. So it comes back and then the sun meets it at some point, and they, they're on top of one another. They come together in the same place at the same time, and that is happening today, October 25th. And so it's a powerful thing because, you know, usually during Mercury retrograde, the truth comes out, and sometimes or it's a like a brilliant idea or something that happens, or something important uh, comes forward, and the sun conjuncting... Mercury is illuminating. So this is the point in the retrograde, uh, sort of the, the point where we start to say, okay, you know, something illuminating might come forward. So there is an illumination. So if you had an illumination today or a bright idea in the last couple of days, or maybe later today or tomorrow, don't be surprised. Or if you think of something that's good, or if you you've got clarity on something This is this is the time for that. So Mercury and the sun conjunct Mercury never really travels very far from the sun. And that's why it's important when it's, you know, for it to turn retrograde because it travels only a certain distance and then comes back and, you know, then it turns around again. Now, this Mercury retrograde will last another week and a half or so. It's going to go direct on Tuesday, the third, which is Election Day in the United States And that is at 12.50 p.m. Eastern time. And so, you know, it it will... And the interesting thing is that the the moon is in Gemini that day. And so it will be ruling the moon. So Mercury will be stationing direct that day. So, So that's the first aspect. Meantime, the moon... Is in Pisces and it's trining Mercury and trining the Sun, so it's just it, there's more illumination because Pisces is about illumination. Pisces is about, um, you know, the other side and the spirit world and the ancest, the ancestors and the and the what is on the other side, but also it's what's can be illuminated through that very veil, that curtain that uh separates us from the the cosmos and from the from the other side um and you know the moon is talking to the sun very nicely the moon is talking to mercury very nicely so this is actually you know it has been a relatively peaceful day then uh, some of the action gets started this week. We have, a, a, of course, we have a lot of action. This is an action-packed month, so <laughs> it's rockin' October. Um, Tuesday, Mercury will move back into Libra. So it's in Scorpio now, but it's really at the early degrees of Scorpio, and it's not uh, going to stay in Scorpio because it's retrograding back into the sign of Libra, which it does on the 27th at 9.34 p.m., Eastern time. So one of the things that's important about this is that, you know, Scorpio digs and goes deep and gets intense and is powerful. And Mercury is has been in Scorpio all these weeks, but ruled by Pluto, of course, and Mars, which is, you know, sort of the co-ruler or the, the original traditional ruler. Mercury and with Mars, now Mars is retrograde too, so this has been quite a time, because both of them are retrograde, and I think it's been really, really intense, and I think that Mercury (laughs) retrograde has been, this has been a bit of a rough retrograde, um, I just, not because it's in Scorpio, sometimes it's in Scorpio, and it's fine, and we go dig deep, and we read mysteries, and we go back and count our beads and, and stuff, but it's fine, um, But this has just been tough. And I think it's the combination of Mars and Mercury retrograde that has been complicated. Um, People come to me saying they're confused. People come to me saying they don't know how to make a decision. Um, I had some problems making decisions. Um, You know, this is because the ruler, remember the ruler. Okay, so we're talking to Mars when we're in Scorpio. We're talking to Mars. We're talking to Pluto. But we're talking to Mars and Mars is retrograde in its own sign, Aries. So there's a lot of confusion and there's a lot of wanting to move forward and can I move forward and should I move forward and any of this is just just complicated and confusing. So fear not, don't despair. It's not going to be forever because Mercury moves back into Libra where it is ruled by Venus. And the interesting thing is that about... Mm, seven minutes after Mercury goes into Libra, Venus will go into Libra. So this is actually very good because then Mercury is not responding to a retrograde Mars anymore. Mercury is responding to Venus, which is in its own sign. (laughs) And now it's been, it's been like a tossed salad because Venus is in Mercury's sign right now. Venus is in Virgo and it's been in Virgo and it's, you know, the practicality I mentioned on my Instagram uh, post yesterday in my video, it's always the practicality and Venus was trining Saturn yesterday. So there was, I was saying, get the spreadsheets in order because it's been really, uh, you know, it's Venus not being like necessarily romantic. She's being practical. And so one of the things that we are dealing with is that there's this overlap of Venus being in Mercury's sign. For seven minutes, Venus will be in Mercury's sign while Mercury is in Venus's sign. So there's a, what we call mutual reception. And then both of them will be in Venus's sign. So then as Mercury moves and eventually moves forward, it will be staying in Venus's sign for a little while for actually until the 10th of November. So when it moves in on Tuesday, it's going to be ruled by Venus, which will be in her own sign. And this is actually much smoother. So I expect that once Mercury moves into Libra on Tuesday night, Eastern time, it's going to be a smoother transition. And it's bumpy now because we still got that retrograde Mars going on that really it speaks to. So it's going to be a little more beautiful, a little more uh, aesthetic, a lot more friendly, love oriented and peace oriented because Scorpio is a little bit of a warrior. So, you know, when Venus moves out of Virgo, she'll get more romantic and creative and sexy and be Libra and, you know, like, and she'll be aesthetic and she'll be thinking of beauty and art and all sorts of things like that now um once mercury moves direct it's still in libra um at the end of libra and it'll stay there for another week so we've got a week of mercury retrograde in libra and then another week of mercury direct in libra before it goes back into scorpio and don't worry it will not uh it's just going to do its thing you know it's going to keep moving and there won't be another retrograde in scorpio for a long time with mercury so there you go um So Mercury's busy, so we're gonna, but we're gonna get to see some beauty, some art, some lovely things come up in these next couple of days and weeks. So that's good. Um, So Venus then enters Libra on Tuesday, and she likes it there. She likes being in her own sign. She can express herself beautifully there. My teacher used to say Venus in Taurus, which is her other ruling sign, is the diamond in the cave in the rock in the stone and when venus is in libra she's the diamond in tiffany's window it's all refined it's beautiful it's polished it's it's carved it's you know it's shaped it has a different meaning so this is that there are two different ways of expressing venus so venus will be Visiting the sign her own sign until the 21st of November when she goes into Scorpio that morning So this is a this is a good time for you know finances love those kinds of things now um, As she moves through Libra, of course, she is in a cardinal sign and when she's in a cardinal sign you know what that means. Anybody, and I've been ranting on and about about this for months, every time a planet enters a cardinal sign, it gets entangled with the planets in Capricorn. <laughs> now, she won't do this right away. She'll do it in November. But November is such a forward-moving month that there's a lot of excitement in November, too. So it's just, but everything's going to move forward and, and be powerful in November. So this is, this is good for us. Um, it's okay. When Venus talks, she's talked very sweetly to those planets in Capricorn last week. And a lot of people told me they had a rough week. So I think, um, I think the Mercury Mars was a bit complicated. I think that go, the sun leaving Libra and going into Scorpio was maybe a little more complicated for people. Cause again, a retrograde Mars ruling Scorpio, um, Pluto ruling Scorpio as well, but Pluto is in that cluster with Saturn and Jupiter. So. What's happening is we're sort of being, every time we try to go forwards, we're being thrown back, we're being thrown back, we're being thrown back. We might feel that we are trying to swim upstream. And that's the nature of the way it's felt in these last few weeks. So I think this has been, last week was more difficult than I anticipated. Mars was still talking a Jupiter in a square, Uh, last monday and i think one of the things that we had to address was you know our feelings and our um, experience of mars and trying to go forward and not being able to go forward and being told to go backwards and you know no you can't and thinking that you know especially with the covid situation we we want to move forward people want to move forward and there's there's a lot of uh you know disharmony in the world and chaos in the world and and just because we are still living in this bizarre limbo and i think that that really is disturbing for a lot of people it's anxiety on a collective level and it's it's death anxiety on a collective level and i have talked about this before and for months ago and i'm bringing it up again because you know at the bottom of everything you know we all have a certain level of death anxiety. How crazy it makes us is up to us. We do have the ability to regulate and to uh, control our reactions to things. And it is very important to be connected to um, something solid and stable during this time. So whether it's your work your relationship, your home, your something needs to feel like your life is not all up out in the air, in the ether somewhere. Um, you need to feel like you've got some stability happening in your life. And that's, you know, one of the things. You think that Capricorn would be stable. You would think that a bunch of planets in Capricorn would bring stability, but not necessarily the case when it's, you know, Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter together all in the same place at the same time. So, Now, um, one of the things that's also important about planets moving into Libra is that we have air in the sky again, and there are words. There haven't been words. It's been hard. Again, it's feelings, 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 and, you know, Mercury's been in Scorpio for the last few weeks, so it's been, you know... Feelings, feelings, feelings. The sun went into Scorpio last week. So we had a few days here where there were no words. There was no air in the sky. And when we have no air in the sky, it's a little hard to communicate the way we normally like to. So I believe that one of the things that's so important for us is to pay attention to our words right now. And think good thoughts. Our words and our thoughts. You know if you have nothing else. You have your thoughts. And they have to be clean. And you have to be able to regulate them. And be sort of. I don't want to say control your thoughts. I want to say. um, Be aware and conscious of your thoughts. And it's easier for us to do that. When there are air planets happening. You know planets and air signs. So this week both. Mercury and Venus will go into air and, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot more um, satisfying intellectually for us and maybe artistically, creatively. Um, and one of the things that's going to happen is that this week is that we're going to have a full moon. And of course, you know, we had a new moon just, you know, about a week and a half ago. And now we're having a full moon on Halloween on October 31st. How spooky. (laughs) So it's a full moon on Halloween. This happens every now and again. It's like, yeah, you know, everybody wants a full moon on Halloween because it makes it that much more exciting. Well, let me tell you, this isn't this ain't no normal full moon. (laughs) This is. The full moon. So, you know, we're in Scorpio. And if you've listened long enough, you know that when the moon is full, there is the sun in one sign and the moon in the opposite sign. So the sun is in Scorpio, as we know, because it's Scorpio season, spooky Scorpio season, right? The moon is going to be in Taurus, Okay, so that's nice. The moon in Taurus is very nice, like, you know, the harvest and the earth and the plants and the trees and the flowers and all. And one of the things we want to be aware of is that the moon and the sun are an opposition and the moon at this place in the zodiac at this time is going to be um, conjunct Uranus. So this ain't no normal full moon. It's going to be a full moon where the moon is with Uranus and it's highlighted because we're like, it's like a zap. It's not just like, oh, the moon is passing over Uranus as it does every month. It is going to be a full moon. So it's a full moon with Uranus. So it's really unpredictable, radical, revolutionary, protest-like, you know, so don't be surprised if something comes out of the ordinary and you are really feeling like you are in a place of like bizarre unknown. Now, there may be more unknown or there may be surprises, maybe good surprises, depending on where you have Scorpio and and Taurus in your chart. The moon will be with uh, Uranus at 1055 a.m. And an hour later, the sun will oppose Uranus at 1152 a.m. So we're good you know, it's a full moon. That morning is going to, and this is all Eastern time, th- that morning is going to be very exciting. So don't worry. Uh, enjoy it. Do something exciting. Have, uh, and, you know, don't try to expect anything. Just try to figure out what's, you know, if your morning goes into chaos, if you like, if you're trying to make breakfast and the kids are driving you crazy and the dog is running around and. Um, it could be something very Uh, profound and intense. And we could, you know, we just have to maintain our cool. That's all. Allow Uranus to show you something spectacular. Allow yourself to have a breakthrough or an epiphany. You know, don't, this isn't something you should worry about. Just sort of get excited about it. And if you feel that you have a lot of agitated energy at that time, it's fine. It's just, you know, have a nice cup of tea or, or something that's gonna be soothing because it's it's like electrified full moon. So it's not just Halloween, it's an electrified full moon on Halloween. So that's actually quite exciting. So look forward to that. Then Sunday the first there's many aspects as the moon will still be in Taurus and um it will be making nice aspects to Jupiter, to Pluto and Saturn again, because they're in Capricorn and the moon in Taurus is an Earth sign and it will give the uh, those planets a boost. So it's it should be it should be smooth. It should be a smooth relationship. So there's a lot of action next weekend on the 31st and the 1st as the moon is in Taurus. Now, the moon likes to be in Taurus. It'll go into Taurus at 5.19 p.m. Eastern time on Friday and stay there all day Saturday and then, and of course, be full and then all day Sunday. And it won't go into Gemini until 5 a.m. on Monday the 2nd, but it'll go void, of course, 9.30 Sunday night Eastern time. So that's really an incredible, incredible uh, amount of time of Taurus moon and you know you do get it mostly mostly non-void all weekend so that's good that's a time to you know sort of it, it it loves it's a fertility moon and with that and it loves to be in Taurus it's exalted in Taurus so this is actually very positive um so and what's gonna happen is um Mercury and Saturn are really very very uh active um you know because remember saturn is going back into i'm I'm sorry mercury is going back into libra on tuesday as i mentioned and remember what it did it did its when it went through libra like all the other planets it it as as venus will do next month you know, it touches, again, I can't stress this enough, the Capricorn planets. So Mercury is going to come back to Saturn, but I think it's really only coming back to Saturn. Um, it it touched Saturn a little while ago before it went into Scorpio. So it really hasn't, um, you know, it didn't go very far into Scorpio before it turned around and, you know, did the retrograde thing. And so it inevitably goes back into Libra. Um But since Saturn is at the end of Capricorn, it really is going to give us a little bit of a, a square there on Sunday the 1st. So Mercury will come back and square Saturn again ah, Mercury-square Saturn. <laughs> um, and that's always a little tedious. That's another one of those aspects that wants us to watch our words, be cautious in our words, um, talk with, with thoughts, you know, with like thoughtfulness, and not to allow ourselves to, you know, be self-critical, which a Mercury-square Saturn can really really do we can be very critical we can be very um uh you know self-flagellating it's best to pay attention and be conscious and that's that's the best use of Saturn and Mercury here is that it's it's good to be conscious of your words and conscious of your thoughts and the last time it did this the last time it squared Saturn was in September on the 23rd and you know, it kind of went back and then, and this is where it's going to sort of hover goes back into Libra hover and then square Saturn. And, um, and then, um, what it's going to do (laughs) on the, so that's, that's Sunday, the first all saints day. And when daylight savings time ends in the Northeast, in the Northern hemisphere and, um, It's going to come back and square Saturn again on Friday the 6th. So, so what we're looking at is Mercury, the planet of communication and thoughts and ideas, um, really sort of being in attention with Saturn and Saturn being the planet of, you know, the patriarchy and the criticism and the, and the focusing and the commitment and, and also, you know, duty and responsibility since it's a hard aspect, Mercury, think about what happened at the end of September if things felt a little critical or if you were criticizing yourself or someone was criticizing you or vice versa, you were criticizing someone else. And Or think about what what how you were using your thoughts and think about how you're using your thoughts. And one of the things that we do, especially if we meditate, is we have to become more and more conscious of our thoughts and make sure they are clean, they are clear, and that each day we are using them constructively and in a positive way. It's very easy for us to become critical of ourselves. It's very easy for us to get depressive. It, you know, like down, especially during these times. So I am asking you to think about the end of September around the 23rd. Think about what might have, you know, I know it's been like a wild month, And but it's been a month, and so think about what might have been happening because next week we're going to get a double dose of Saturn and Mercury, and that's the first and the sixth. So, I, I really want everyone to be consciously using their thoughts for the good and becoming saturn saturn is manifestation too it's the material world so if you can manifest something if you can do a manifestation as a result of mercury saturn well then you are using it in a very high level way and being extremely positive and extremely um you know connected to your thoughts It is important to be conscious. It's important to catch yourself when you are being critical of yourself or when you feel yourself falling back into an old pattern of thinking. You can catch yourself and say, these thoughts are not living to me, um, unless they're positive thoughts. But this is where we have to use our energy, our thinking for the power of the good and not to criticize and not to judge. Oh, that could be a very judgmental aspect. So. That is, that is what we want to do with this mercurial energy. And, you know, um, in the meantime, we have a lot, you know, October is going to end and we're going to have that go out on a bang with that Uranian full moon. Um, but in the meantime, you know, work with the energy of Mercury. Mercury is very busy this week. First, remember, remember it's with the sun today. It's changing signs on Tuesday. It's, Um, going to square Saturn and then, you know, square Saturn again. We'll be talking next Sunday and we'll be talking about the Mercury square Saturn and how it's manifesting. And then we'll be talking about the fact that it's going to happen again the following Friday. So, and then the the full moon with Uranus. So that's the big highlight of the week, the full moon with Uranus. Um, It's, you know, it's not a new moon. um, So we don't necessarily do a manifestation, but if you do want to do a ritual, do something eclectic, exciting, innovative, um, and, you know, clarity bringing, you know, clear out the old, you can do a big clearing if you'd like on a full moon, especially with Uranus. And that is about it. The rest of the week the, right now the moon's in Pisces, it'll be in Pisces to all day tomorrow. So it's good for spiritual things. It will be in Pisces void 846 in the evening on Tuesday. And then it goes into Aries on Wednesday. And it's, uh, that's Wednesday in the wee hours of the morning. And then it'll be there all day Wednesday, all day Thursday. And don't forget, Mars is retrograde in Aries, so the moon is going to meet up with it. 2 30 in the afternoon on Thursday. So that's an energetic kind of aspect. And then the moon, of course, it's in a cardinal sign. It's in Aries and it's going to square all the Capricorn planets. So, you know, I don't think it's going to be like last Thursday. What I find happens is there's a lot of activity. Every time the moon goes into a cardinal sign, people say, oh, well, that Thursday was a rough day or Thursday was too much for me or, you know, it's something along those lines. It's along the lines of being either a little too much or a little too intense or or emotions flare or something and just be aware of it so moon and aries wednesday wee hours of the morning all day wednesday all day thursday friday all day day till 5:19 p.m. Eastern time which but it's going to vo- go void at 12:13 so it's we've got 5 hours of void Friday afternoon but it's Friday before Halloween so you're just you know people are going to be ready to like leave work at noon and go party and start their Halloween weekend so Have a happy Halloween. I'm Deb McBride. I am available for astrological consultations and sessions, which are enlightening and fun and interesting, and you learn things about yourself. So please join me in an astrological consultation. You can go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, and click book online, and there you will find the options. Um, My Instagram is also thegoldenastrologer where I post little videos about what's going on today, tomorrow, whatever. Whenever something good and exciting is happening and people need to know about it, um, people find them very helpful. Uh, My Twitter is at Deb Astrology and I am here every Sunday on the Golden Astrologer podcast. And my blog is also available at Astrologer's Thoughts on my website, the Golden Astrologer. So have a look at all of those things. I am here to support you and I... I am grateful for your listenership. Please come back soon. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much.